Hello everybody and welcome to this weekly update with myself, Sarah Lean. Now this week is very special to me because this is the two year anniversary of me doing these weekly updates. So what I'm going to be doing during the show is actually running a small competition. So if you leave a comment in the YouTube chat with the hashtag Techie last, so you have to write hashtag Techie last. Then you'll be entered into a prize draw. We'll be doing at the very end of the show. Now, in terms of the prize, let me show you what you actually win. Um, you'll be winning this small Lego set. So it's the Millennium Falcon Micro Fighter, um, which is a Lego set. Now, this prize is entirely sponsored by myself. I'm paying for it out of my own pocket. It's not endorsed by YouTube, not endorsed by Microsoft. I just thought it'd be nice to give back to the community who have supported me over this two-year journey. So what you have to do is leave a comment in the chat that has hashtag techielass in it and we'll be using a cool tool from StreamYard that will pick out um, a winner at the end of the show. So leave a comment and hang around to the end of the show when we'll be um, doing that prize draw. Now, in terms of the news this week, I've got some personal news to share in terms of what I've been up to. So um, some of you may have saw if you follow me on Twitter or LinkedIn or any of the social media's platforms, you'll see that I sat the SC 300 exam, which is a Microsoft Identity and Administ Access Administrator exam. Now, I've been studying for this exam for a few weeks now, so I'm very pleased to have actually passed that. Um, it's definitely an achievement for me, definitely something I'm hearing that no one's getting any sound. Oh, okay. So sounds sounds okay for most people. I think Aiden, if you can't um, get sound, maybe join back out and leave if other people are hearing it. So um, thanks for letting me know. Um, like I say, if you didn't hear that at the very start, leave a comment in the chat with the hashtag TechieLass and you'll be entered into a competition. Um, but as I was saying, I um, sat the SC300 exam this week and I've been studying towards it for the last two or three weeks. Um, I used to, in my previous um, jobs, actually implement Office 365 or Microsoft 365 implementations and talk to customers about that identity piece and how they actually onboard into the cloud um, and use things like ADFS, so Active Directory Federated Services and Active Directory Connect and all those sorts of tools. But I haven't done it for several years, so I knew this exam was in my reach, but I didn't realise um, how much I would have to uh, extra learn for that. So on top of my legacy knowledge, if you want to call it that, I actually used the Microsoft Learn modules and study units that they have designed towards gaining this exam. And a lot of it was quite helpful. Definitely refreshed my knowledge, definitely brought me up to date with what was included in some of the licensing. Um, if you have a look at this exam, it does ask you some questions around licensing. So you definitely need to know what's included in licensing, what's not included in licensing, how those licenses with your Microsoft 365 and your Azure Active Directory licenses actually overlap as well. So those really helped me. I also used the the Microsoft, or sorry, the Measure Up and um, Practice Exam questions to get me on board with this exam. Um, I like to do those Measure Up Practice Exams, and they're legit practice exams. They're not exam dumps. They are questions just gained to help you try and get into that mindset of answering exam questions and actually realizing what the question is trying to ask you and actually answering that question as well. So um, yeah, those measure up exams really helped me. I think at the moment, um, the measure up team have only got questions for the SC900 exam and also um, the SC300 exam. I don't think there's any measure up tests for the other SC exams. So just something to bear in mind with as well. Now, in terms of the Azure news this week, we've got a few bits of news and we've also got some um, technology news as well. Um, 
With the announcement that we had earlier on in the year that the Azure RM PowerShell module is retiring in 2024, which might seem like a long way off, but um, it's actually going to creep up to, to us very fast. The Azure Automation team have announced that within Azure Automation, they're going to start supporting the AZ modules natively very soon. So all new Azure automation accounts will be created with the latest version of the AZ modules imported by default. So that's a good step in the right direction for getting people used to actually using these um, new um, AZ modules instead of the Azure RM PowerShell modules as well. Now, another bit of news that was generally available this week is that the Azure VPN client for macOS is now out, it's now generally available, and it provides you with that support for native Azure AD certification, certifica certification based and radius authentication for your open VPN protocol. Um, don't think I can speak today, it's Friday and it's been a really long week. Um, remember to leave a comment in the chat about um, whether you want to be entered into this competition to win the Lego set. Um, you just need to leave a comment that includes the hashtag Techielas and you'll be entered into the prize draw we'll be doing at the end of the show. Now, also in general availability news is some features around the Azure site recovery. So we now can cross continental board, uh, boundaries while replicating your applications. So this allows you to start to look at disaster recovery from a global um, scale point as well. So it offers a complete native public cloud disaster recovery portfolio of zone to zone disaster recovery within continent disaster recovery and global disaster recovery, which is quite a mouthful from our marketing team. But it means that yes, like you can, like like I said, you can actually start to cross continental borders in terms of being able to back up your applications and, and things like that. So definitely look at Azure Site Recovery, look at the features that are coming out onto it and see how it can help you um, and make your disaster recovery um, a bit more um, robust and actually cover those, those global regions that we're now having to support wherever um, people are. Thank you to everybody that's leaving a comment in the chat. It's lovely to see you all here today and thank you for your support. I really do appreciate it. These weekly updates were started as a project to just get me familiar with videos and to be getting used to actually talking to the camera. So it's great to see the community actually getting involved and having a look and yeah, getting involved with what I'm doing and supporting that as well. So it's very much appreciated. Now, in terms of other technology news that I've seen this week, um, Samsung have been talking about foldable phones again. Now, I think when I was a kid, lots of clamshell design phones were around, but we've slightly got away from that and we all want that big screen phone. Um, but Samsung are bringing their, their foldable phones back and they're starting to lower the price so that the average user can actually afford them, although the prices are still outrageous. I think the prices in the UK are still over a thousand pounds. So that's quite a lot of money for a phone. Not sure I would necessarily go out and buy that um, unless it was starting to come with features that I wanted. So the Samsung phones that are, are coming out um, are the Galaxy Z Flip and the Fold 3. Now, I think the Fold 3 is the slightly bigger one. So it's got a 15 centimeter or 6.2 inch display that unfolds into a 7.6 inch screen tablet. And what they've done is they've actually hidden the selfie camera underneath the flexible display, making it practically invisible for you. Um, I'm not convinced. I'm not a foldable phone person. I like my current phone, although I don't want too big a phone. I don't think I need that real estate um, when I'm out and about and using things. So 
definitely interesting. I think the price point maybe has to come down lower still a little bit um, and we'll see the functionality. I'm always looking for a mobile phone that has a good camera, a good quality camera that I can use when I'm out and about and taking um, pictures and stuff like that. So that's my main concern, not necessarily the screen, real estate or even the size of the device, although it does have to still fit in my pocket and be manageable from one hand. In other news, um, we are seeing doing um, the graphic card updates, actually, the prices of them starting to come down a little. Um, so the German market is actually quite a good indicator, I'm being told, around what is happening within the graph graphic card kind of industry or PC component industry as a whole. And what we're actually starting to see in Germany is prices for the NVIDIA RX RTX 30 series graphics cards actually start to come down. So things like the RTX 3080 and RTX 3060 are actually finally starting to drop down a little in Germany. So I think a lot of um, industry experts are starting to think that that's going to be a global trend that we're going to start to see. So maybe if you've been holding off upgrading your graphics card or even building a new PC, then maybe this is the time to actually start having a look and see what the prices are now doing with inside your own market and your own area, because um, it does look like it's actually coming down. Um, so yeah, it might be time for me to upgrade my graphics card. I did rebuild, my, I did build a new PC last year, but the graphics card was just transported from my old PC um, into my new PC. So I never upgraded it because the prices were really too bad for me, to be honest, to, to just justify that cost. But maybe if they're starting to come down, maybe it's time to upgrade that graphics card within that PC as well. What I'm seeing um, comments in the, the chat here is Aiden's asking me if I enjoy the Friday updates. I do enjoy doing the Friday updates because it keeps me abreast of what, what I've been doing. This week I've been head down um, looking at various different things, tying different technologies, creating some blog posts um, and focusing on that kind of specific area. So I've missed a lot of the news and I've I've kind of dialed back my interaction with Twitter and stuff while I've been focusing on other projects. So these Friday updates help to readdress my knowledge, help me bring them up to date and figure out what's happening, what's generally available, maybe inspires me for content content creation and um, things like that. Um, they are a lot of undertaking, um, to be honest, when I do these Friday updates, because there's a lot of research that goes into them, depending on how I record them. So right now I'm doing it live. So there's a li little bit, a bit of time saved here because I don't have to edit the, the video afterwards. YouTube take care of all of that for me. If I film that, the weekly update ahead of time, I do have to edit it, I do have to upload it, I have to put in a lot of work in terms of doing that. So they are a lot of overhead, but they can be enjoyable. I think I'm at that point where I might start to dial back on these. I don't know if I'll still be religious enough to do one every week, um, especially when I'm on holiday. I have continued to do them every week for the last two years when I'm on holiday. So it has been um, quite stressful trying to get them out when um, I've been off and stuff like that. So Maybe I've now that I've hit the two-year mark, I'll still continue to do them, but I won't be um, necessarily hard on myself if I miss a week, if I'm enjoying some time with my family and stuff like that. So, yeah, we'll see. Let me know what your thoughts are. Um, if you enjoy these weekly updates, then they'll be in value for me as well. So definitely engage with me and definitely let me know what your thoughts are. Seeing some comments around the phone market, um, definitely, um, it's definitely a, a, a big point around the price if they're more than a thousand pounds I definitely do have to wonder I'm probably paying more than a thousand pounds to be honest on my monthly contract when the phone was free when I signed up um but you know it's one of those things that we 
necessarily need nowadays. We we all want to be connected to friends and family. Um, I would say when we were traveling, but we're not traveling at the moment. Um, but yeah, I think a phone is necessarily something that we have to have these days. So yeah, don't I don't try to spend too much money on it or think about it too much. Um, dual SIM phones are interesting, um, but they but as Aidan's saying, they do tend to come with mid-range cameras. Dual SIM is something that I've considered, um, especially since before the pandemic, I was traveling quite a bit. So it'd be nice to have uh, a, a SIM I could put in there and try and get maybe cheaper calls and, and things like that when I'm in a certain country. But yeah, the camera is, is the big decider for me. It has to be a powerful camera. That that's the, that's the deal breaker for me. If it's not got a powerful camera, it's not got the best camera out in the market, then I'm not interested, to be quite honest. Um, so yeah, I... Yeah, I, that's where I am in, in terms of the phone market. And I'm seeing a few people actually entering the competition. So as we're going to close with the news, um, let's have a look at what's been happening with the quiz prize. Um, what you can win today and what I'm giving away, what I'm giving away is not endorsed by YouTube, not endorsed by Microsoft. That's fully coming out of my own pocket is what you can see on screen right now. The Lego set, the small Lego microfighter, micro um, the Millennium Falcon, um, which is pretty cool, I think, because you get um, Han Solo um, and you also get the Millennium Falcon here as well. So pretty cool um, little little Lego set that you can set up and have a play with. Um, thank you to everybody again for your support. Um, what we're going to do is use the StreamYard giveaway tool, um, which is a free tool if you're using StreamYard. So it's streamyard.com slash giveaway. Um, and you can log into your live streams and it can pull out the comments for you and actually do the prize draw for you. You can do that live as well. So pretty cool um, extra feature there within StreamYard if you're using that technology for your live streams as well. So let's hit, hit the draw button and see who's going to be winning that Lego prize today. So the winner is John. Thank you so much, John, for taking the time to join the live stream and entering the prize. Um, what to do is rather than me giving out my email address here, please do hit me up on Twitter or LinkedIn. You can find me on Twitter at TechieLass or on LinkedIn. You can just search for Sarah Lean and uh, reach out to me then and we can arrange getting the prize sent out to you. But yeah, please do reach out to me, John. I'd love to get this prize sent out to you. Um, and thank you everybody for tuning in. If you haven't already, um, I'm going to do the usual YouTube thing. Please do subscribe. Please do like this video. It really does help me and it really does encourage me to keep doing these videos. And yeah, I, I hopefully catch you in my future videos. But yeah, have a good one, everybody, uh, and stay safe.